So testing seems to be going. Everything seems to be doing good. Let's see if I can repeat it. I didn't turn off the car. But, you know, um, I guess once I get in the, the, the desk, we'll see how it sounds. And hey, if this sounds better, shoot, we'll do this from now on. Oh yeah, by the way, there's a show. Howdy, hey, howdy, hey, what is up all you terms or conditions out there and everything not listed in the legal documents? Welcome back to the usual setback. I am your host, Justin. As you can see, you can hear me. Isn't that amazing? I have to apologize. I was misled and did not have the right beliefs in my systems and in my microphone. But that's alright. Sometimes simpler is better. This week we discuss streaming. Because that's generally what keeps me distracted. And especially this past week, and recovering from COVID, and all this nonsense. Yeah, it's definitely been what keeps me distracted from the realities of the modern day. So let's let's have some fun, and let's take a little bit more of a, I'm not even going to say a deeper look, I'm going to just say a look at streaming services. Alright, if you're looking for deep, you're at the wrong place. So go ahead and sit back. Who knows, maybe wash some dishes. Maybe fold some laundry. Maybe clean your room. Or maybe turn me on while you're driving to work. Either way, sit back, relax, do something. Yeah. Alright, so this week we are talking about streaming services, because let's face it, the internet's not going away anytime soon. We all stream, we all watch something online, and there are so many options. Like, okay, first of all, first off, I had to limit my choices to three, not just for, like, episode structure and, like, making it easier on my... My very fresh, squishy, smooth brain. But also because as I was making a list for the poll, I realized that I could spend an eternity looking for websites where you can stream. And I don't know if I could stay up that late. Because I'm, A, I'm doing this in between like work, like, Right now, I'm sitting waiting for an order. But, B, I just don't think I could focus. I feel like I would start looking at them, and sure enough, let's take, for example, Crunchyroll. I would totally look into Crunchyroll, because I love it. I've watched it. I've had accounts. I think I still have an account. But there are so many that I would get lost in the shows, and then the next thing you know, this would become just like a show review. And this is not what that show is supposed to... Like, this is not, like, a media review. This is just supposed to be fun background noise. Because I still see that pile of laundry in the corner. First off. And for those of you driving, is your car really that clean? Or is it all shoved into the center console? Like, let's face it. We all have chores that we run away from. And sometimes to do that, 
instead of doing them, I record a podcast. And I hope other people do the same. (laughs) I hope you're all out there ignoring your chores, listening to the ramblings of a deranged person who's lost control of most mental functions, like, years ago. Yeah, I think that's right. Anyways, before we get too much into my backstory, let's start off with a service I'm sure we all know, we all love. It's perfect for those Friday nights where you have a date, but you also don't want to get out of your pajamas. Netflix. First off, every time I think of Netflix, I just wonder about my age. It's not even a, oh, I'm so old. I remember when it was DVDs. No, it's like a, it's always been there. And it's been the way it's been for so long that my brain just sort of forgets it ever was a DVD thing. It's like my brain thinks of Netflix and there's a part of it that questions, like, am I old? I've been around for a while. Been around since that was DVDs. And then another part of my brain that's like, you're not old, you use Netflix. And I think the part of my brain that thinks it's young is mostly because of the memes, and especially Squid Games. Oh my god, I've not seen the show, but to be honest, I haven't logged into Netflix in, like, months? Maybe a year? No. I've totally been on Netflix within a year. They have some movies I like. I don't remember the last time I was on Netflix, to be honest. Oh, that's saying something. For me, Netflix is what I go to when I can't find something on other services, alright? Because I know Netflix is going to have a show, I know it's going to be a huge meme, so I'm always going to like know where to want to go, because I may not enjoy the shows, but I do enjoy seeing where memes come from, if that makes sense. Like, that is the majority of why I watch most of the things I watch, is just, just for the memes. Because that is, that is just how I do. That is how my brain works. Don't ask me questions. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure you're asking a lot of questions. You know what? Shoot. Ask me some questions. Why not? I have time. Go ahead. Uh, Maybe I'll put some, some information about that in the links or in the description. Yeah, we'll experiment with that. We'll see what happens. Um, But honestly, with Netflix, like every time I log on, I get so overwhelmed with the options. Like, all the options. I'm not good with choices, alright? I really love that they had a random button. Like, that took a whole lot of, of, like, pressure off of my mind. However, I do want there to be, like, a little Quizlet. And I know there's a site that does this. Trust me, I know. I've been there. But I want something that's, like, more algorithmic where it's like you take this little quizlet whenever you feel in certain moods and it's like what's your favorite movie what's like why do you like about it it's like what does it make you feel and like do you want to feel this way more or do you like want something to distract you from this sad feeling or do you want like a mix that way you can just log on to netflix and hit the moods button and you just have pre-made algorithmically predicted playlist of movies and shows that like match your preferences, because let me tell you, let me tell you, 
I would use Netflix a whole lot more because I love that random button until I'm mad and I'm pissed off at the world and I hit it and it's My Little Pony. And then it's like, I don't want this. I don't want cute little horses prancing around. I want to be mad, all right? (laughs) Get me an angry movie. And it's like, or the opposite. I've had moments where it's the opposite. And I could go into moments where, like, Netflix has made a pretty fun moment awkward. But we're not that type of show here yet. I'm sure there will be an episode about those type of stories later in the future. Who knows what's coming? I certainly don't. I feel like I'm the last to know. And it's my show. I write it. I produce it. I record it. If anything, I should be the first to know. But I'm not. Well, I've obviously lost track of what we were talking about. So, on that note, let's check in with the pups and take a quick mental like break a breather and when we come back we can discuss another streaming service that does not make me question my age it just yells in my face that i am flopping old all right so yeah we'll be back stick around All right, y'all. So this week we're doing something a little different. We're still going to have an animal story, but it's not going to be about dogs. (gasps) I know. No pack story. But I've been talking to some of y'all, and it appears that a surprising number of people are apparently hashtag team squirrel which i have to say i cannot fault you because low-key so am i look i know chewy is my dog and i know i live with the other dogs but honestly these squirrels are clever they're brave they're strategic and like they're they're interesting so I'm going to tell y'all about a special squirrel that, to this day, the memory of our interactions, like, still makes me smile. We're going to name this squirrel Timothy. Timothy is your average uh, squirrel, your average type of rodent. He, you know, looks for his nuts. He buries his nuts for winter. He eats when he's hungry. He, he also ventures around the house, around the property, you know, sets off some dogs, but he, he's not as much of a instigator. He's just going about his business, and I think the other squirrels kind of resent him for it. Like, the other squirrels have made it a game to lure the dogs to the fence, or to get them underneath trees, and then proceed to shake the trees so nuts fall on the dog's face. But, I digress. Timothy, he is, he is too busy just trying to survive. He doesn't have time for that petty nonsense. So I was sitting on the front porch. I had Chewy, I had Daisy, I had Pippin, the the three dogs that all look like various stages of a toasted marshmallow. 
because we have Daisy who's like white with mostly mostly white with some brown spots and then there's Chewy who's like a properly toasted marshmallow and then there's Pippin who's been charred so they're all the same size so they're the marshmallow brigade and they're all staring at this one squirrel but this squirrel was perched on the gate at the very top at the driveway this squirrel was perfectly posed so I took a picture of it when I tell you that he posed I mean he posed after a while he looked at me yeah he was posing without noticing me as a unit as a as a being an entity he finally looked at me and he just curled his little paw up as though he was honored like me I'm in the spotlight. And then this little squirrel got some sass to him. Timothy broke out who he is. He had an awakening. It is as though stage lights came down and had shown him his true self. Timothy realized why he doesn't instigate. He has to protect his face. He is the squirrel model. And I have to say, ever since that day, every time I see that squirrel going across our property, I know it's him because he got a little extra fabulous in his walk. So, Timothy, shout out to you, my man. You, you keep being you, my little squirrel buddy. So, yes. We had to meet the squirrels. Honestly, I, I'm kind of surprised that not many people are really Team Chewy. But I think it's because, you know... We understand Chewie is limited by the fence, and Chewie is not a wild animal. He is a pet. He is a very small pet at that. Well, okay, he's not Chihuahua small, but he's like, I'd say medium small. I'll have to post a picture of him. I'll post a picture of Chewie and Timothy on my Facebook page, which I'll link in the description. But yes, I hope we all enjoyed this little break from the chaotic ramblings of myself. Now, buckle back up, get ready, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. You good? Are you rested? Did you get some popcorn? Maybe a drink? A very, very stiff drink because you might need it now look i did not expect hulu of all things to be the thing to make me question so so much in my life but it did and here's why hulu always makes me feel old no matter what because i remember the commercials and back in the day, it wasn't just, oh, look at this Hulu show, like it is now. It, it wasn't something that would make sense. It was having to explain, it was explaining what it was. Streaming services were new, I guess. They couldn't just say they were the YouTube of TV. No, they had to make commercials explaining it. They, they made a whole campaign, all right, with four celebrities, 
And they're so wild. Like, aliens eating brain soup, wild. All right? And not even, like, being cutesy about it. Literally, I understand where some conspiracy theorists get their claims now. Because Hulu was straight up on TV, on national TV, primetime, daytime, nighttime, doesn't matter what time. There was sooner or later just a Hulu commercial with the tagline of Hulu, an evil plot to destroy the world. Enjoy. Eh. And these commercials make me... I love them, all right? Look, they were chaotic. That is the thing. I'm describing them with, like, drama and flair because most people don't like chaos. But these commercials were just pure chaos. And even though it makes me tired, it makes me so happy to be like, Haha, look at all this flopping chaos going around. It's just... So I ranked them, all right? I ranked the commercials. There were five. However, two shared Alec Baldwin... I'll go ahead and spoil one of the celebrities now. Um, so those two got grouped together into one. So, did I tell you to get ready? Because now <laughs> Hulu has derailed the show. It's derail- It derailed the planning. It derailed my life. So this is pretty much on par for what, what, what happens. So, coming in in last place, number four, was Seth MacFarlane. Look, I get it. He is very influential in the TV world, especially back when his shows were first starting. So, like, totally a well-earned spot. I just feel like it could have been more, all right? Because it was funny. It was classic Seth. It totally fit the campaign, especially because he used all his voices, and it was great. However, it relied very much on... Family Guy and American Dad and his voices. Which, I mean, what can you expect? That is what his, like, rise to fame was and is, as well as creating a lot of these shows. But I just felt like there could have been more. More chaos, more... More than just walking around in an animation office, you know? So... But still, like, it was a great commercial, and they did really well with it. But it still came in last. Number three. If I mispronounce this name, please don't kill me. Eliza Dushku. She had a relatively bland commercial. But not bland as in there was nothing there, if that makes sense. Like, there wasn't a lot of action The dialogue wasn't that interesting, but, but she carried it excessively well, excessively well. Like, even though I thought the words were pretty boring, the way she delivered them still got me to crack a smile. And it was like, it feels like you got let down a little bit in the writing, but you somehow took blah and made it something. And that's, that, that impressed me quite a bit. Also, it's very dated. Uh, It very much tells you it's 2005 right off the bat. But not in like a, oh, look, we didn't age well. It was more of a, oh, nostalgia. I remember this time. So because of all that, Eliza got a solid third place. Coming in second 
And this was a tough call. Very tough call. Coming in second was Alec Baldwin. His commercials are iconic. All right? These are the commercials that unlocked the whole thing for me. Because I was just wondering, like, how did we get to Hulu? So I looked it up, and I saw him in his suit in the white room. And immediately my brain went, boom. There were commercials. There were these effed up commercials. I don't know why I'm trying to keep it clean in terms of language. I already have the show marked explicit because like some of these topics might get out there, but for some reason I'm trying to keep it clean. So just try to keep up, please. I love y'all. Anyways, he had a lot of action. His line delivery was perfect. Um, And like they, this is what unlocked the whole spiral in my brain. So you're probably wondering why he didn't get number two. Well, the number one commercial not only had fire trucks, because, you know, fire trucks are always cool. It had excellent head puppetry. I don't mean puppet heads. No. I, oh my God. Zombified people being puppeted by someone just grabbing their head just very out in the open, and no one cares, because it's Dennis Leary. Yes, Dennis Leary gets the number one spot. He won the competition that Hulu didn't know all these commercials were ever going to enter, but congrats, because, like, (laughs) literally just watching someone go and grab someone's head and then move their heads as they're talking is amazing to me. It's so simple. It's kind (laughs) of... It's kind of mean, but, like, it it captured me. It got me so excited. <laughs> and it went, who? Lou, all right? When you, you knew who it was, and trust me, if I would see that on TV now, I would still, still go to the internet and be like, what the hell is this thing? Why are we grabbing people's heads here? Why are we... Why are we sticking our finger through their entire skull from ear out other ear? Like, what is happening? Soup? Why? What soup? And it, Hulu is probably what fuels a lot of conspiracies around the media. And you know what? I feel like they just need, at this point, to pull a Denver airport and lean into it. I feel like they were on point back in 2005 when all these commercials were on the air and when they started. They just need to go back to it, all right? Just lean into all these conspiracies. Netflix is kind of beating them to the punch, though, with Don't Look Up. See? Look. Look at that. But, like, come on. Y'all all producing your own shows. I've seen what y'all produce. Like, both these services will produce anyone. So, come on, Netflix. Like, Come on, Hulu. Catch up to Netflix and then do better. Because... Compared to Netflix's commercials, y'all's were better. Netflix was just basic breaking and entering with a princess and a queen drinking the milk. Like, it was funny but boring. Hulu has the chaos and the conspiracy aspect. They need to go back to it. And before I continue this rant on my my very strong feelings about how Hulu should handle their marketing campaigns that no one asked for, we're going to take one more break. And when we get back, we will talk about a streaming site that many people probably don't think of when they think of streaming, but ultimately you can still stream, you're still streaming videos. So like, what's good?
So we shall be back, my friends. Get you some water. Get you some, some tea. Recover from my Hulu chaotic rant. Ugh. Hey, you. Yes, you. The one who is probably very confused. Either that, or you know you actually came here because you know me. In which case, what up, friend? How you doing? Um, you enjoying the new audio? Yeah? Do you like being able to hear me? Yeah? Well, cool, because I actually like talking to y'all, and I would love to be able to devote more time to this. So if you could, like, share this podcast with people you know, I am now available on Spotify. What what? In fact, if you're listening on Spotify, I often put polls and questions from my audience members to like interact and like get a feel of like who y'all are, because like, what's up? Uh, go ahead and head over to my Facebook page, because I'm also available on Facebook. In case you're not available to get to Spotify. But give my page a like, a share, tell people about me. You can head over to my WordPress, my blog. Because, you know, what type of writer doesn't have a blog? There is... What else is there? Mm, oh yeah, I'm also available on Google Podcasts. So for all your very Google-inclined friends, your Android users, your Pixel users, you can also send them my way, you know. All this information and more can be found on my Anchor page, which will also be linked. And the very last link you'll see is actually for those who would love to help me do more. This show takes time, this show takes effort, and if you would like to directly help me out, there is a link there to find out more ways to support me. Um, but yeah, as we grow, more will happen. So if you'd like to help that process, you know, listen to my podcast, check in weekly, tell tell your friends about me, tell your parents about me, tell your grandparents about me, tell your dogs about me, and check out the links to find, like, more of what I do. Because when I say this is just a warm-up for me, I mean, this is, like, the introduction to what I ultimately want to do. So there's a long journey ahead, and if you want to stick around for all that, check out all those links, see what's up, see, see if you're interested in some of these, some of these things, because there's a lot, there's a lot going on in this brain of mine. Being said, thank you for your support, thank you for listening, and what up? You can actually hear me now, isn't that amazing? <laughs> Lol. Anyway, back to the back to the show. Welcome back, you snick snack cats. Don't ask me where that came from. The world and I will never know. So I'm sure you're wondering what of the many many options there are out there did I choose for my third ramblings? YouTube. Okay, like, YouTube. I chose YouTube, alright? I mean... Who doesn't use YouTube? Who doesn't have a YouTube account? 
at this point, most of us have probably considered having a YouTube channel. Shoot, I have a YouTube channel. I'm not going to share it till heavy, heavy modifications are done. Uh, I'm not going to take down any videos because I know a lot of the people close to me love them and enjoy them, even though they make me cringe in the bad way. Um, I'll keep them up. Why not share? I've done it. It was me. Sup. But yeah, YouTube. Also because I'm a dinosaur. YouTube has come so far. And honestly, it is one of the earliest internet video memories I have. Opening YouTube to that classic page, which don't ask me why. I feel like when I look at it now, looks dusty. Don't know where that's coming from. But it was the cute little, like, the cat. The cat song. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're blessed. But also, it was so cute. Cat. I'm a kitty cat. And I'm meow, 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 and I'm meow, meow, meow. That, that one, all right? And if you didn't know it, now you have a taste of it. And if you did know it, but you were denying it to yourself, I hope, I hope you're cringing with me. Because that song pops into my head every five god dang seconds, all right? There is not a moment in my life where in my head, at some, somewhere in my head, is not something going. Cat. I'm a kitty cat. And I dance, 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 and I dance, dance, dance. And, like, it hurts me. Alright? You think it's bad to cringe now? Imagine that on loop. With so many other cringeworthy memories. Uh, but, like, it's come so far. It looks so nice to me now. It no longer looks dusty. Alright? They went and they got a vacuum. And they cleaned it up. And they cleaned it up well. Honestly, going to Google probably helped out so much because Google took a wild swing on it. Woo! Like, honestly, I didn't know YouTube was, like, not always owned by Google. I had an inkling, but nothing ever confirmed it. So I looked it up. So I'm going to take a moment to give a shout-out to Chad Hurley, Steve Chen, and Jawed Karim for finding and, like, making YouTube. Like, yo, what up? And, like, that was in 2005. And then in 2006, Google bought them for $1.56 in stock. Yo, that's, like, that's what's up. And now look what it is. Like, yo, that all that was amazing. Also, who here, who out there, and don't lie to me, I know it's almost all of you, has seen a Five Nights at Freddy video on YouTube? Well, something I found through my Wikipedia search, meaning you can certainly trust it, is that the first headquarters was above a pizzeria in a Japanese restaurant. And I don't know why, but like specifically the pizzeria part makes me think like the the it was prophesized. The prophet the signs were there, alright? This was all just in the works. But What's not on YouTube, too? Like, I'll be honest. That's another, like, I'm sure someone's wondering, well, what about Twitch? There are people who live stream on Twitch. There's a reason I didn't choose Twitch. It's because I watch the Twitch live streams later on their YouTube channels. 
So for me, if I want to watch Twitch, I'm still going to YouTube. YouTube is like my personal go-to. It's where Rooster Teeth, back in the day, put Ruby. And if you know me, you know that show is not only an unnatural obsession for me, A, but also like a comfort show. It's seen me through some, like I first found it after a traumatic moment. And like it's seen me through some tough times. And if you really know me, like stalker level know me, which I hope no one other than me knows me that well, um, you'll know that this is what I turn on. It's like, it's my go-to show when I have to like do a workout or like focus on something that is agonizing and painful, either mentally or physically, but like it's for the betterment of me. It is like my motivation to take care of myself because like those people go through so much and they're so young, but they're still trying. So like we can be trying too, right? So, going on a ramble here. As you can see, YouTube has been through with me through a lot. So, I do have a very big bias towards YouTube. It's my go-to. It's my number one. All right? And then it's HBO Max and then it's Hulu. And before anyone asks why I didn't put HBO Max in here, it's because then that would open it up to Paramount Plus and Disney Plus and all the pluses out there. And I don't got no time for that. I don't. It, it's, it, life is hectic, life is chaotic, we all have to make sacrifices, and I am sorry if you are a fan of one of the other streaming sites, I'm sure if you're that fired up, you'll go over to my Facebook page, which I'll put in the description, and give me all sorts of hell about, you know, HBO Max got this, Paramount got that, Disney got this, I'm just looking you all in the eyes and be like... YouTube got bits of all of it. I've seen all of Encanto. And you know what? That's not even from YouTube. That was from Facebook. <laughs> and no, I haven't actually seen all of Encanto. But there are so many videos, so many memes. I know all the songs. Social media is not the devil. But sometimes it feels like it is. <laughs> and on that note, we'll be heading to the final bit and pieces. We'll take one quick little uh, break. One last little quick message that you don't need full brain power and just a chance to relax before we wrap up the chaos and move on with our weekly lives. So stick around. Say goodbye. I'm trying to be a good host. I love you. Mwah. So you've joined me this week. We've laughed. We've cried. We've screamed at the top of our lungs. We had a conniption of the commercials. I have to say it was a pretty good week. Um, as for the other services, F them. Again, too many to research. There's, they were competing with chaotic commercials, YouTube history. Like, there was a lot happening. All right. This, this, this episode had a lot more entertainment for like personal entertainment that I was expecting it to have um but I'm sure everyone is wondering what's the point and is there really one like my whole thing is life doesn't always have to be planned you are allowed to have moments of chaos to where you can just let things happen and that's kind of what like a, the show is, and B, what streaming services kind of let you do, too. This is something for us to, like, relax, breathe, pass the time, maybe do some, like, self-care routine while, like, this is just droning in the background. 
like Frozen is for the 15th time in some of y'all's places. Or now it's probably in Kanto. I am sure in a lot of Disney households right now, they are tired of hearing, Welcome to the family, Madrigal. Like, I don't even have Disney+. Plus. I'm just getting it through YouTube and Facebook. And I'm, I'm just wondering, like, if the parents didn't love this movie, they're probably really tired. But yeah, like, that's the whole point of this, is just sit back, relax, chill out. Join us next week. I don't know what the topic is. It'll be a surprise for all of us. Um, I don't know. Maybe Future Me will have something. Hey, do you have something, Future Me? Bold of you to assume past me that I would have done any preparation for this moment. I am still unprepared. I am not ready. Wow. Rude. And you know what? Because of this bold assumption you made, we're going to get a bit more serious next week. Still chaotic, though, because uh, I can't do anything in a serious tone. We're going to be talking about Mother Nature. The trees. The plants. Yes, I'm aware trees are plants. But the animals. The funguses. It's going to be getting back to our roots as part of a global ecosystem. So, like, yeah. Anyways, I'll go ahead and sign us off here. Thank you for joining me this week. This show was written, made, recorded by, edited. Basically, this is all me. I'm doing all this because, uh, you know, I get bored. So why not? Anyways, stick around. Check out the description for more places to interact more with me. Get to know me. Get to have fun and grow with me. And I shall see y'all next week. Yeah. Bye-bye, everyone.